Brother Jason to also share with Evening Light Bright Tabernacle. So they are, they are streaming this uh, by way of Zoom on their channel. So we send our greetings to the saints there as well. Uh, we are taking up Genesis chapter 1. Yes, of course, you are a mother. But if you are not, kindly. So we are looking at Genesis 1 1 to 4. Amen. Amina. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are we happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. 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 So, these are the first words in, in your Bible. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Praise Lord. You may be seated. I'm speaking to you today on chaos stand to order by the spoken word. God is not man. God is God. And whatever God speaks, it happens. Man can speak presumptuously, but God speaks surely. That is why he, the word of God is called a sure word of promise. God speaks surely. God speaks what he knows. God and whatever he knows is sure. Whatever he, is, he says has been done. His word is powerful. Tell your neighbor, God's word is powerful. And you see, no matter the chaos, when his word is spoken, it brings chaos to order. It, 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 the word of God commands chaos to order. Chaos listens to the word of God. So it, it means even situations listen to the word of God. It's not only people that listen to the word. Situations listen to the word. Demons listen to the word. Even the creation listens to the word. Did you know that? 
Even structures listen to the word. Even stones listen to the word. One day when Jesus was entering Jerusalem, he was told um, that, you know, why are, you, why are your people shouting for us? He said, well, if they keep quiet, the stones will shout. How could the stones shout? Because they would shout because they were they would have been under instruction to shout. Amen. Amina. Everything must bow to the spoken word. You remember when uh, Prophet Balaam was going to curse Israel? God told him, Don't go. And because he thought he was heady, high minded, love of, uh, love of money more than love of the word of God, he thought that he had his own free will. A moral agency to do what he wanted. Like many of us, many times we think we can turn God and arm twist him to do what we want. But God is not that way. His word cannot bend for you. You must bend for his word. His word remains settled in heaven forever. Once his word has been given, it is here and amen. It has been established. And so the prophet thought that he will, you know, God told him it's alright, you can go. But that was permissive will. But the original word of God is usually the perfect will of God. And so the prophet decided to go with a permissive will of God. But can you allow me to say tonight that the will of God always stands. You can run. You can hide. You can bury yourself somewhere. But the will of God which is the word of God will always stand. Are you hearing me? Whatever he has said will happen. Your unbelief cannot hinder it. Whatever God has spoken will always be established. Let me say that again. Whatever God has spoken will always be established. If God has said it. The prophet thought he will run. The prophet he thought he would use a donkey or a horse which runs so fast. But you see he could not outrun the word. The word of God was right there. And God spoke to the donkey, to the horse, whatever it was. And said to it, you know, that's enough. You cannot pass here. And the donkey could see the angel of the Lord and hear and fear. But man was full of himself. Full of pride. Full of self. And he did not want to he did not want to hear the word. But an animal had the word. And he had it so much that it had to say it. Animal. 
And when Balaam started striking it, the animal spoke and said, But my master, have I ever disobeyed you? But the man was so blinded that he could not see that this was an animal speaking. He continued speaking to it without actually understanding that this is a miracle. Something is happening here. But the animal was obeying God is why. And let me tell you, when God has spoken what is said, chaos will always be turned into order. Praise the name of the Lord. So God spoke in the beginning. When God spoke in the beginning, he did not speak to human beings. There were no human beings for God to speak to. But God spoke his word into air. The Bible says he had created heaven and earth But the earth was without form and void And darkness was upon the face of the deep So there was chaos In the beginning there was chaos But God being God He spoke to chaos Hallelujah And he says let there be light who did God speak to? There was no human being. He was speaking to chaos. He was speaking to all that confusion. To the mixture of darkness and you know, you know, you know, waters and everything, you know, you know, he spoke. And everything obeyed. Says, Master, you have spoken. That same God speaks today. Through his word. The purpose of God is for the old to pass away. Then behold, all things become new. The Spirit of God. Now, I wanted to notice here the Bible says in verses. Um, in verses 2, it says, And the Spirit of God moved. And the Spirit of God moved. Did you know always the Spirit precedes the word? And also always the spirit proceeds the word. You cannot hear the word and accept it and believe it without the spirit convincing you and convicting you. Why are you here today? Why are you hearing this today? To those of you on Zoom, you've started to tune on. To those of you who are here, you decided to come. How come you are here? The Spirit of God led you here to, to, to come to this place. You see, the Spirit of God goes out first and then He brings the word. Now, when the word comes, you cannot receive the word 
without the spirit of God coming down to confirm it in your heart. So the spirit of God will always move to precede the word and to proceed the word. Are you hearing me? So the Bible says here and this, there was darkness the earth was without form and void and the spirit of God moved. If you have someone next to you, tell them the spirit of God moved. The spirit of God moved. And what happened when the spirit of God moved? Then God spoke. The word came. He said, Let there be light. And when the word went forth, I say, There was light. So the light behind the veil was a supernatural light. And I believe tonight. In our generation, the spirit of God has moved again. And God has sent us what we call an end time message. To take us back again to this place before the fall. What happens when the spirit of God moves? What happens after the spirit of God has moved? What happens? What happens when the spirit of God moves? When the spirit of God moves, the word comes forth. And when the word comes forth, light must follow that word. That's the order. So the spirit of God has moved in our day. Once again, by an end time prophet. Fulfilling Malachi 4. Fulfilling Revelation 10 7. Fulfilling, you know, Luke 17 Many people are living on earth today and they don't know that prophecy has been fulfilled. But I want to tell you prophecy has been fulfilled. The end time Elijah has already come and gone. The world is waiting for judgment. But before the world is judged because the spirit has moved the word has gone forth and this word is calling all the seed of God that were in him before the foundation of the world only they will hear the word only they will believe the word only they will accept the word I don't know how many around Kampala but what I am sure about I am one of them when I heard this word it pricked my heart I believed it I was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because I had the word and I had the seed of God in my heart. Is there someone here like me? When you had the word, what happened? There was something that followed. Hallelujah. What happened? The light shone. We sing a song. All you saints of light proclaim Jesus is the light yes. of the world. We walk in the light. How many know the song? We walk in the light. Beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy are bright. 
shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light. The now, what I want to tell you, the light has shined. We are here in the place where there is light. Did you know there are things that cannot stay when there is light? When, when God says, let there be light, darkness disappears. When God said, let there be light, there was a new day. The Bible says, even the Bible continues down here to say, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning was the first day. Now, oh, praise the name of the Lord. Did you know cockroaches? Cockroaches love darkness. Uh, uh, rats love darkness. And some of those, you know, rodents, they love darkness. But when you turn on the light, when you turn on the light, they disappear in one second. Now let me tell you, if you have heard this message and you have believed it, yes, you have you heard it when you were still in confusion. You had it when your life was in chaos. When you had a burden, a burden of a heavy burden on your shoulders, a burden to overcome lust, passion, and sin. This burden of the world, the burden of sin. All of you, all of us had that same burden. But let me tell you, when the word of God in this day was sent out, whoever hears that word, and they receive that word, light shines. And when light shines, I can assure you, you can no longer walk in darkness because light is shining. You are walking where light is. Your habits one by one will begin to fall away. Am I preaching to someone? Your desires one by one will begin to change. Your thoughts will begin to change. Your desires will begin to change. Your friends will begin to change. Your hookups will begin to change. Your ambitions will begin to change. Everything about your life. Where the light of the world shines. Let me tell you, darkness goes away. Darkness disappears. From that moment, you don't care what is out there. As long as you are in the presence of the light, you are sure that chaos has disappeared. You are, you are sure you, are no, you can no longer be in chaos. Our prophet says here, but the man who entered in and the veil fell behind him. Talking about the the temple now. And the veil fell behind him. He didn't depend on the sunlight. 
The veil is Orutimbe. So the man walks into that holy of holies. Anybody who was there, he didn't depend on the sunlight. He didn't depend on the starlight. He didn't depend on the moonlight. Or the seven golden candlesticks. He moved up to the altar and under the interlocked wings of the cherubim. The Shekinah glory of the Lord was in there. A smooth light. And this man lived. It was there all the time. Day and night. He walked in the light of the living God. I say amen to that. And here he continues to say this. Whether the clouds was going on outside. Whether the rain was falling. Whether the thunder was rolling. Whether an army was coming. It did not mean a bit of difference to him. He was protected. He was in the Shekinah glory. Living in the presence of God. Hallelujah. What was in there? The Shekinah glory. That is where that supernatural light was. That is where God himself, the presence of God was. We're talking about now the whole, we're not talking about the holy place or the main sanctuary. We are talking about the holy of holies. Inside there. Behind the veil. Any man who walked in there. Was in a completely different world. The Bible says believers. We are where? In Namgongo. In Kampala. In heavenly places. With Jesus Christ. We are, we are behind the veil. The light has shined. I see a bright light shine. This is not the light of the sun. It's not the light of the stars. It's not the, now, when you get closed in there, after you have heard the word, it's no longer now the preacher's voice you are hearing. That's why sometimes when we are preaching the word, people get crazy. And they Hallelujah. And then some people wonder what is happening. What is happening? Yeah, let me tell you what happens during that, those moments. That person has ceased to even hear what I'm saying. He's no longer here receiving the light from the star. He's receiving the light from the presence of God himself. When you are there, you are shut away. You become a holy roller. You become crazy. Nobody can understand you. You are hearing things that I'm not saying. I'm preaching things, but you are hearing more than what I'm saying. Let me tell you, we all have to be there. 
in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to see people who know what football is, you know, they, they, they will be different from the others who are amateurs. When, when they begin to see how the, this man is playing, how he's passing it, they know everything. They know who is the defender. They know who is the... I don't even know those words, by the way. They know the striker. They know the fielder. Is that the right word? Mild fielder? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> you see, they know all those words. <laughs> so when they, give, when they give the ball to somebody, <laughs> he understands. <laughs> he understands. <laughs> he gets crazy. <laughs> when, who, 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 who takes it? Who, who, who scores the goal? <laughs> the striker. <laughs> <laughs> when they give the ball to the striker, <laughs> this one who is deep <laughs> in the ball game, <laughs> he will become crazy. <laughs> if they give it to the striker, <laughs> and he knows that striker. He knows he is seeing more than what others are seeing. He's, he knows this must be a goal. This is going to be a score. So you find him shouting before even they shout. Others are like this. But for him he's already shouting. Because he has seen something. He has heard something. Let me tell you. When we come here in the church, some people are in the church. Others are in heavenly places. Others are hearing more voice. Not only the preacher's voice. Others are hearing the voice of God himself. While I preach the word, while a preacher preaches, there are two voices. The voice of the preacher and the voice of God behind the voice of the preacher. And when it comes, you apply it upon your life. Life. The preacher can say God is able to deliver you but you will hear another sound that God has delivered you and how you receive it will show where you are whether you are in the church or in heavenly places. Oh my God. When you are in the holy of holies, behind the veil, that light of the Shekinah glory will shine on you. Whether outside, there is clouds, there is rain, there is thunder, there is this problem, that problem, this temptation, that temptation, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you. Oh my, you know the song we sing. So let the storms rejoice. <laughs> let the dark clouds rise. They won't worry me. For I'm sheltered within the arms of God. He walks with me and nothing of this earth shall harm me. For I'm sheltered in the arms of God. So threats will come to you. Things which will threaten your life. Things which will prove to you that your life is almost quicker. It might be temptation sin. 
might be something else that the devil is trying to pull you into. Anything that will be chaos. So the devil can show you all the chaos around you. But brother, sister, if you can walk into that light. Remember I told you what first chaos. And then what next? The spirit of God moved. And what next? And the word of God came forth. Let there be light. And what comes next? There was light. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are we? Before we had the message. Chaotic. Oh my God, chaotic. Living a chaotic life. Living in sin. Living in a defeated life. Sometimes defeated life is not only a sinful life. Sometimes it is a religious life. We are living religiously. Sometimes it's not only that. It's also poverty. You're living in poverty and in a beggarly kind of life. You know, being the, let me tell you some of the times we talk about these things. But few people really believe it. But I tell you, DVF, if you can believe it, evening light, if you can believe this, we're going to have a revival. A, revi a real true revival of the Holy Spirit. Whereby God revives our soul, spirit, and body. To the point whereby we are in this light. And things happen. Whereby someone who doesn't even have a degree, papers, can get a very good job. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, God can do it. You see, I believe in education. I believe everybody should go to school. As, as much as you can. But I also know there are some who are not able to do that. They were not privileged. But with God, if you are in this life, all things are possible. All things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, you see, when you go in there, the presence of God, he says, what is outside? It doesn't make a difference to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the sin outside. All the poverty outside. All the defeated life outside. All, all the temptation outside. It doesn't change you a bit. Because you are here. In the Shekinah glory, you are living in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my, you think I'm a holy roller now, maybe. And Bam says, maybe I am. And he says, let me tell you something. Man. If it takes a call to a holy roller, Leave to live in the Shekinah glory. Let me stay with God in the Shekinah glory. Find a better word for holy roller, zont over something. <laughs> Some of you, let me tell you something. Some of you to walk into this light. It, it, it will take. You to become a holy roller. Let me tell you. From the day one when the Holy Spirit came down. 
Read your Bible. Even from the Old Testament. Whenever the Holy Spirit would come down, it would make a holy roller out of somebody. Are you hearing me? Now read your Bible. I'll give you a few examples. The first one I will give you is somewhere. No, no, no. no. Some, um, um, you know, the first king, Saul. When Saul, Saul was not even a spiritual man. He wasn't a prophet. But here, God came upon him. The spirit of God moved. And before you know it, the man was jumping up and down, prophesying. People were saying, what is happening to this man? Has he now also become one of the prophets? Later on, we find that when the Spirit of God came upon David, what did he do? He did, I would tell two things he did. The first thing that he did was he said he can kill Goliath. That was insane. <laughs> you were a little boy. You are going to kill a, a war veteran. Someone who has grown up killing people. And you have nothing. You know nothing. You are out of your mind. It was holy Lola. But what made him that? The spirit of God. And later on, of course they said now, of course now we have to organize you. We, we have to organize you so we can give you this cloth and, and uh, you know, dress you. And, uh, he said, I'm sorry, I'm not used to this. He was used to his old-fashioned way. The true real believers will be used to the old-fashioned way. And later on, when, when the Holy Spirit came upon him, uh, uh, when the Lord bring the ark, Oh, he became so happy. He started dancing. 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 The daughter of Saul, who was supposed to be his wife or who was his wife, saw him. And he said, Look at this holy Lola, oh God. And, and because of that, God rebuked her. God punished her. And, and, and you see, God wasn't happy with the way he looked, she looked at him. But what was happening with David, he had tested of this life. He was a king. At that moment, he was walking in this life. And then he began to act indifferent. What was it? It was because he was walking in the Shekinah. And later on, we find that Saul, as he was hunting David, you know, as he was hunting David, he sent there the first person, the second people, the third. And everybody was not coming back. Because everybody was beginning to prophesy. And others would come back and say, you know, but let me tell you, that place was full of the presence of God. They would come with all their chaos. And when they reached there, where David was, the Spirit of God would call them to order. And, and Saul said, I'm going to go myself. These, these boys are joking. I'm calling them to bring one little boy, David. Let me go on and bring him myself. So he came, running. And when he arrived there, 
he entered and as soon as he entered the spirit of God moved. <laughs> hallelujah. hallelujah. And when the spirit of God moved, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. glory hallelujah. hallelujah. David, you are a man of God. You are anointed hallelujah. Hey. So I thought you came to kill David. He even began rolling and shouting. Rolling. He became a holy roller. Because the spirit of God moved. First, now out of the Old Testament, we come on the day of Pentecost. What happened on the day of Pentecost? When the spirit of God moved, when he came down, and they were all in one accord, in one place, and the, the Bible says, he, it came like a, a pillar, like, like a pillar of fire, and he divided himself into different you know, lights, different Mon pillars of light, different leaks of fire, and it came upon each of them. And the moment it, that light touched any, touched any, touched any, everybody that was touched would become a holy roller. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? Am I speaking algebra? This is the word. They would become crazy. They would begin speaking in tongues. They would begin to behave drunk. And then later on, you know, the people came and saw them. They said, ah, you people, this is morning hours. Why are you drunk this early morning? And they said, oh, we are sorry. We are not drunk with wine. But we are drunk with the Holy Ghost. Oh my, I feel like going back to that place. That room of Pentecost was full of holy rollers. Was full of people who were ready to yield to the Holy Ghost. Now I'm telling you here, we need to be a people that understand what happens when God moves. We should not be strange to him. What's happening? Because we don't understand. So you see someone crying. Say, and then you go out there and begin to make fun of that. Oh, so I've so cried. Never do that. If you do that, you are blaspheming the Holy Ghost. See, because when we are in the presence of the Shekinah glory, it's not myself anymore. It is him. Amen. Upon me. Upon my life. And Brother Branham says, let me tell you something, brother. If it takes a call to a holy roller to live in the Shekinah glory, let me stay with God in the Shekinah glory. Call it what you want. To. That's pretty strong for a Baptist. But I, th I thank God we are not Baptists. We are Pentecostal believers. We are Bible believers. We are Holy Ghost filled believers. And he says, but I know it to be the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, come 
on the inside. Let the world hold and carry on. Let the preacher fail. Let the preacher fail. Let everything else fail. That don't stop you a bit. You hear many times, oh, I'm no longer coming to church because so and so offended me. Oh, I'm no longer coming because I, 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 I don't feel comfortable. Because so and so did this. Because so and so did that. And you find people like that. Oh, because the pastor did that. Oh, because this and that. Let me tell you. I go to church. Because I am on the inside behind the veil. I am no longer seeing what everybody is doing around me. I am closed in with Jesus. All chaos is outside. Hallelujah. Amen. Let so and so do what they want to do. As far as I'm concerned, I am right inside the veil. I am closed in here. Where there is Shekinah glory, the presence of God. Can I tell you something more? In this place, all things are possible. All things are possible. The sick can be healed. Amen. Those who are jobless can receive their jobs. Yes, can I tell you more? Those who don't have money, God can provide them money. Yes, those who need something from Him. Deliverance from sin. It is done in that presence. Whatever you need, salvation for your soul. It is done in this place. Those who have spirits on them and they are depressed by the kingdom of darkness. If you come in that presence one time, you feel relief. Let me tell you, when the presence of God comes down, you don't even want to go home. You don't even want to end the service. You don't even mind about time anymore. Have you ever been in that presence? Those are all a sweet moments. When it comes down, you feel like all the world, everything else, let it be on the outside. I am here on the inside with my God where all things are possible. Let me tell you, when that presence comes, when God gives you grace to walk into that presence, pray yourself out. Don't, don't even be in a rush. It might be now or later or another service or whatever it is. But whenever that presence comes down, brother, sister, always get soaked into his presence. You know, you know, you know, pray. Cry if you have to cry. Oh, even if mucus has to come out. Don't worry about it. I said, don't worry about it. Pastor, are you trying to make us fanatics? No. I am simply guiding you and talking to you about the presence of God. What happens in the Shekinah glory? You don't care about what is on the outside. You don't care who is seeing you. You don't care who is hearing you. 
Oh, glory to God. Praise God. Here in the church, one brother was preaching. I saw this young man running, running running out. I said, oh yeah, he's walked into the Shekhaiyama. We want more of that in our church. In our churches, every day, every service, let someone walk into that Shekhaiyama. Let me tell you, it does you good. That's how we fight our battles. Hmm. Praise God. He says you don't have to worry. You are living by... Uh, listen, listen now. Come on the inside. Let the world uh, carry on. Let the pressure fail. Let everything fail. That don't stop you a bit. Stay in there. You are living by the pot of manna when you will eat any time you get hungry. <laughs> Praise God. You don't have to worry about whether this is going to happen or whether that is going to happen. You are living in the Shekinah. That real beautiful amber light. That hang under the locked wings of the cherubims here. And he walked in that light. The whole thing was lit up. It was light all the time. Let us walk in the light. What is the light? When he says, let there be light. That's what I'm doing right now. As I'm preaching to you the word. As every preacher is preaching to you the word. It is a proclamation from God. Let there be light. If you are walking in darkness. If you are in chaos. This is the word of God. Let there be light. When that word goes forth. What comes next? And there was light. Hallelujah. Many times it happens in church. When the word comes forth, you hear the word. It touches you. You feel like shouting. But you don't shout. You refuse to walk in that When it comes, whatever he tells you to do, do it. I said, do it. You should, you should be very soft in his presence. We should be very uh, pliable. You understand what I'm saying? Your heart must be soft in his presence. You must be vulnerable in his presence. The pride doesn't work. No, forget about your pride. Forget about your name. Forget about what you are. Forget about your money. Forget about your, your, your titles. When you are in his presence, you must become vulnerable. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you when that happens. Oh my God. Hallelujah. 
Then the, 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 the wings of the cherubims begin to sweep over you. As you are walking in that light, everything around you is lit up. And then now what happens? When it says, let there be light, darkness begins to disappear. Darkness begins to disappear. All the sins that so easily beset you, they begin to disappear. Don't you worry. Some may have gone and others may still be there. Keep coming in the light. Keep walking in the light. Keep coming to church. Keep hearing the word. The more you hear, the more you are delivered. The more you hear, the more you are set free. The more of the word that comes upon your life. It is saying, let there be light. And I'm telling you, there, was, there will be something to happen. And there was light. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And then what comes next? The evening and the morning was the first day. Good morning. A new day to fulfill a scripture which says, Behold, I will do a new thing. When you are in his presence, I don't know whether someone you understand the spiritual language I'm using. When you are in his presence, you must reach that morning. A new morning for you. A new day for you. If you were crying, you will enter into a day of laughter. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are sad, you will enter into the day of joy. If you are depressed, you will enter into the, the, the day of, of excitement. If you are poor, you will become rich. That is what he said he will do. He said the spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me to do what? To set the captives free. To open the prison to those that are to heal the sick to deliver the bomb that is the ministry of Jesus Christ and when you walk in that light those things begin to happen you come to church feeling sick and bound you push yourself but when you come you begin to feel free liberated what is that? the Shekinah glory is the wings of the angels until some of you can even be so much in that light that you you can prophesy that you can speak in tongues. Are you hearing me? That's how it happens. Glory, glory, glory. That you can receive revelations and instructions from God about your life that no preacher talked about. In there, you don't dwell on the light of the stars. <laughs> you are dwelling on the light behind the veil. We need to teach ourselves to be vulnerable before that light. Because there, he begins to give us revelations. 
Have you heard of that song? Visions of rapture. Now burst on my side. Angels descend. Ring from above. Echoes of whispers of love. In that kind of glory, you hear voices. You see things. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? In our presence, things happen that no one knows about. I love the message. The message has everything for us. And a man or a woman that is living in the Holy of Holies with God is living in the grace and power and the resurrection of Christ's day and night. Not only during day, but day and night. All the time. Amen. Don't you want to live in there? That's the place. That's the place. There is where the outside world. You don't even hear it. All the curtains has been dropped around. Somebody will say, you know what Mrs. Jones and did, uh, Mrs. Jones did so and so. You don't even hear it. You, you know the pastor did. You, you don't hear. Well, I don't even hear it. Come on, what the pastor done? That's up to him. What Miss John done? That's up to her. What I do is up to me. And Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I live here in His blessed presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, this is where I want to stay. This is where I want to be. Sometimes when we get into his presence. You feel so nice. So happy. So excited. That you feel like you don't want it to end. But because we are still on time. In time here on earth. It ends. But then we can't wait for another time. And another time. And another time. That's why we can't wait. But the Bible says if you are filled with the Holy Ghost. You can't wait for the doors of the church to open. You can't wait to be in fellowship. Because your heart is accustomed to him. The, the, the word is you are addicted to him. Oh, let me tell you. This is the best source of addiction. Be addicted to Jesus Christ. Be addicted to the word. If you don't, you're not in church, you're out there, but what are you doing out there? You are, if if you're, you have a free time, you're having your earphones in, you Christian music, you're playing the service again, you're just enjoying some worship, all the time you're in his presence, his presence is flowing in your life, and when his presence flows, chaos, will always be turned to the order, when God says, let there be light. There was light. 
I'm not going to finish this. I was supposed to talk about the new earth and the new heaven. And how God speaks. And how God is purposes for us to have a new earth. Because this old earth has been marred by the devil. And the many scriptures that speak about the new heaven and the new earth. So the earth is going to be renewed. And the earth has gone through the th three world wars. Two world wars so far. And the third world war is coming. It's going to prepare it to wipe it all. To prepare it for the bride. To come in the millennium. Those who refused Christ. Those who are not baptized in his name. Those who rejected his word. Will stay in the tribulation. Those who refused the presence. They will send the tribulation. Whereas you who accepted it will go in the rapture. And when you come back to the rapture, from the rapture, from heaven, we are going to be here on earth for a space of three and a half years. The earth will be cleansed by the third world war. The third world war is called Armageddon. And it's going to happen. For it is thus saith the Lord. It has already been given by the word. And we believe it. And so we don't want to wait for that. We want to be prepared. Oh, friend, let us be prepared. Let us be prepared for that time. The only way we can be prepared is by being in that presence. Let us not shun it. Let us love it. Let us accept it. Let us love it with all our hearts. Shall we stand on our feet? Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. amen. Oh, I would have continued, but I think I'll do that. I'll carry on later another time. And get the subject done. His presence is very sweet. Worshipping him is very wonderful. Loving him is very wonderful. No matter what it is that you're going through in your life. When you learn to worship him, it, it makes him happy. And in worship, a lot of things happen. Hallelujah. Shall we sing that chorus before we pray? Welcome, Holy Spirit. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. I know of brethren on Zoom. I'm asking you as we sing this. Also sing it while you are here. There at your home. And let the presence of God fill your room. Fill your Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes. Please 
close your eyes and worship with me now. We are in your presence. Feel us with your power. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence, Lord. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Thank you. 